Choose your destiny. Flawless victory. Choose your destiny. Flawless victory. Merry Christmas! Hey everybody, welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing, fighting monsters, or in this case, like, I don't know, young adults in loosely colored clothing fighting other ones of that same thing. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about Mortal Kombat today. It's Christmas. This is Christmas combat, I think. <laughs> or, or like, if you're non-denominational, it's like, happy holiday. Nope, got nothing. I don't have anything. Anybody got <laughs> anything hmm. for that? Holiday um, combat doesn't on- have the same ring to it as Christmas combat. No, holiday, holiday combat. murder. Uh, Holiday, <laughs> holiday, ho- holiday hazard, holiday, holiday havoc, holiday hullabaloo. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm Zach, and uh, we're we're gonna do a special special thing today, just with like we did last year for Christmas. Um, we did a, uh, a user poll, or a user listener poll, on the Facebook group to ask what movie you guys wanted us to talk about, and Mortal Kombat Annihilation won because y'all hate me. Um, and I'm Zach, and joining me but on Zach, this you first love Mortal Kombat. Ep- I do love Mortal Kombat. That's kind of the problem. <laughs> joining <laughs> me on this uh, fun bonus episode, we've got uh, Emily. Hey, we have Eric. It has begun, <laughs> and we have our friend Cassandra. Hello. So I uh, love Mortal Kombat, and uh, the listeners have deigned to vote to have us um, review the second Mortal Kombat movie, which, <laughs> if if you believe me, is the bad one of the two <laughs> Mortal Kombat movies. And uh, I I pulled a little bit of information. Uh, it's I'm not going to sit here and claim to you that Mortal Kombat, the film is some kind of excellent work of cinema, but it has a 34% on Rotten Tomatoes, and Mortal Kombat Annihilation has a 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite a drop, wow. (laughs) Which is pretty bad. Um, And I guess, uh, yeah, I mean, I love love the, the... the, the property it's it's really stupid and because it's been around for so long its mythology is really expanded um and one of the things i love about it and power rangers it's 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 something that really shouldn't have this much lore and does and there's something i really find appealing about that um this is not one of the better pieces of those lore <laughs> of that lore uh, and we'll talk about it in just a little bit, but I guess I'll go around the room real quick and and kind of get the the feeling to see. Like, uh, I'll start, Emily. What is your history or knowledge of Mortal Kombat? And have you also, and have you seen either of the movies? I guess. Well, I've I've seen I've seen this both movies like several times. Um, okay. Wow. Okay. Several. You say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I used to like. Rewatch movies I liked a lot as a kid, and the Mortal Kombat movies were among those movies. 
like both of them as a kid i was i thought annihilation was great you know stupid kid um i mean i still kind of enjoy it now as a bad movie but um in terms of like the games i played the the first game out of, out of my babysitter's house at a super nintendo and then eventually much to my mother's chagrin we got um the second one for genesis and i played the, the shit out of that I, I i enjoyed that a lot trying to discover all the the fatalities and stuff like back then when like there was no internet um i didn't i wasn't that successful <laughs> but yeah and they're they're hard like just guessing those things is impossible basically yeah, <laughs> yeah but i you know i tried and yeah but I, I had fun playing the game like uh i liked all the characters um they're very very colorful and and but like i said my mom didn't like it because it was very gory it's a very gory game for and sure and the genesis version of two i'm not sure if the SNES one does but i know like I know the Genesis version of the first one, you can input a code to get blood, but the second one just has blood. So, like... I think the first... There's one version, it's, like, maybe the first one on Super Nintendo. They just changed it blue, so it's sweat, which is insane. It's so gross. It's grosser than blood, honestly. punching sweat out of people, which is nasty. (laughs) It's, It's, yeah, it's not fun, but you could... I, um, but on the Genesis one, it, it, it had sweat too, but you could input a code so that there was blood, I believe. Um, yeah, and I think you're right. The second one just had blood. Uh, it was just like, whatever. And I always wanted to play the third one. And I remember I, I had like, I didn't have the game, but I had the instruction manual for some reason for the third game. And I'd like read all the, they had like in-depth character um, backstories for like each character and had art. So I like, yeah. I read the art, saw the characters and I really um wanted to play it i do now own that game and a super nintendo um nice i haven't played it too much but yeah um and uh i so i got i got i got into it and i, and I liked the movies i i enjoyed the the first one of the second one both um and i remember there was like a mortal kombat tv show that i wanted to see i i pretty much liked um i wanted just to experience the world more which doesn't much in the ge- first two games you don't really get much of that i really like the new yeah. games and how they have those like story modes, those They're are really fun. Those I are love really the story cool. Modes in those, yeah, I, I, I like I props to Never Realm for like having story modes in a fighting game, even if it's like, you know, just a, a dumb Mortal Kombat story. It's still really fun. Uh, but I'm more of a Street Fighter kid. I like Street Fighter a lot more than Mortal Kombat, and I kind of enjoy that lore more, and I know more about that. And I and I really wish Street Fighter would take a page out of Mortal Kombat and have like story modes, because that would be awesome. Let me ask you. A quick question. How do you feel about the Street Fighter movie, the first one, versus... Well, I guess there's only one. Versus the first Mortal Kombat movie. Um, I think Street Fighter movie is more entertaining as a very bad movie. Like, it's funnier to watch. <laughs> That's but I think, fair. I think Mortal Kombat's a better representation of its game. So that's something, we'll talk about that a little bit more, but like the Mortal Kombat movies don't really make anything up. It's pretty much straight from the the booklets, like, which is sort of admirable, but yeah, yeah. it does. The Street tough. Fighter movie, um, and there was more than one Street Fighter movie, but they're like anime movies. I like those ones a oh, lot. Oh, okay, sure. There's also Street that Chun Li movie. Yeah, but fuck that. The Street Fighter 2. <laughs> right, I forgot. <laughs> The Street Fighter 2 animated movie is very good. The animated movie, like, I really like it. Like, it's not, it's it's like the Mortal Kombat movie in that, like, it, it kind of follows the actual story of the games. And it's it's just a pretty well-animated uh, martial arts action anime. And it's pretty cool. Um, and I've read the comics of that and everything. So I'm more of a Street Fighter kid for sure. But I still liked Mortal Kombat a lot. Cool. I was going to say something else, but I totally forgot. Well, think on it and we'll, we'll come back to you. 
Cassie, what about you? I never really got too deep into the games. Most of my knowledge comes from uh, watching a lot of Giant Bomb stuff. So I have okay, sure. I have passing knowledge of Mortal Kombat. And I haven't seen the first Mortal Kombat movie, but I did see this one in theaters. God. I, Which yeah. is probably the best way to watch this movie. Maybe? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly a story. I guess I'll... I, I saw this movie in theaters when I was like nine and I made my dad make a, I made my dad take us out. Like we left. <laughs> I think in theaters is the worst way to watch it because that way other people know that you've watched it. <laughs> yeah. So Eric, how about you? Do you have any history with the franchise? So I would play ultimate mortal Kombat three on SNES, but I was young enough that I didn't actually put any effort into learning the game <laughs> sure and uh watched mortal Kombat the first movie a bunch uh one of my favorite parts is the fight on the beach between Liu kang and the guy who played cyborg in wmac masters i don't know if anybody <laughs> yes. remembers that i know what you're talking about it, it was a it was like it was um it was American like Gladiators Combat. Like yeah. they had made up characters. Yeah, it was kinda like Mortal Kombat mixed with American Gladiator. And speaking of which, that that one had that guy from WMAC Masters. This um this movie has two American Gladiators as actors. So that's fun. <laughs> yeah, so I watched the first one a lot and I love it. And I also love the Street Fighter movie. <laughs> I watched the first one to the point where it got really weird that Shang Tsung appeared in Johnny Tsunami. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember yep. talking about that on um, the comedy. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> and then I didn't really play anything else until the uh, PlayStation 2 Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. That's the fun. That's a fun uh, co-op beat-em-up. Yeah. I wish they would do something like that again. I always wanted to play that one because it was more story and everything. Yeah. yeah, it's neat. I put a little bit of effort into learning Mortal Kombat X or 10. I don't know if it's like Mega Man X. It's both. <laughs> okay. I, th I think they like X, yeah. Is the Mortal Kombat's name X or Mortal Kombat X? <laughs> that's a oh really decent joke but i love it it's very good uh, it's actually continue. mortal Kombat rock yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my favorite character in that being ferator ferator is great i'm really excited for like i loved the new injustice it's very fun but it, i want them to go i like their schedule of like one injustice one mortal Kombat, but i'm really excited for the new mortal Kombat. so which will, I don't, I mean, it hasn't been announced, but I assume is coming at some point. Um, so yeah, so we've got a kind of a, a range here. So I remember the thing I wanted to say. Another thing about the Street Fighter movie compared to the Mortal Kombat movie, I will say that like the Mortal Kombat movie isn't isn't great when it comes to the race stuff. As we see, like, Liu Kang is played by an Asian actor, which is good. And I'm very happy about yes. that. But like, a lot of the other characters that are traditionally Asian aren't. And there's, like, yeah. you know, Nightwolf's not, like, the best. But, I mean, like, Street Fighter is T-Hawk. I mean, it, they're both bad in terms of the, the, of the games. But I will say, at least they 
you know, let an Asian hero be the main character of this, like, huge video game movie, while, like, the Street Fighter movie was like, oh, like, ev- like everyone reused the main character Street Fighter, right? Like, everyone yes. knows Yes, yeah, of course, yes. But in the movie, Guile is... Because he's yeah. the American hero. They he's couldn't American. even get an American to be God. But they didn't, no, they yeah, didn't. that's a good point. They but didn't s- cast an American. <laughs> no, they didn't. But they, but again, but but it stands that they still made the main character a white American. Yeah. Rather than and, like and the Asian character Ryu, who's delegated to like a side character. And it's worth pointing out. So so I guess let's let's kind of move into a quick recap of the first movie. It, it's basically the story of the first Mortal Kombat game. Um, if people aren't familiar with Mortal Kombat, the the very high level is there's another plane or dimension called Outworld. They want to take over Earth, and but the the gods have decided that in order for them to do that, they are they have to win ten Mortal Kombat like martial arts tournaments in a row. So and they happen once a generation. So the Mortal Kombat happens. Uh, the first movie is like on the tenth one, basically, uh, that they've lost. So one more, and they'll they'll lose the 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 fight, and then they lose their their realm, basically. Um, and you have uh, Johnny Cage, who's like a stuck up Hollywood actor, but is actually good at martial arts. Uh, Sonya Blade, who is in the military, and uh, Liu Kang, who is, I mean, let's just say it, he is a, um, oh god, what's the dude's name? Help. Enter the Dragon. What's Bruce that? Lee. Thank you, he's a Bruce Lee ripoff. Uh, you in never, the, you in forgot the Bruce Lee's name? I forgot Bruce Lee's names. Not, <laughs> not a great day, it'll be alright. Uh, and they're led by Raiden, who is the god of thunder. Uh, he's He helps them, like, defend their realm and they win they win and it's great god of thunder slash highlander yes yes also in the first movie he's played by christopher lambert so that's the first thing to mention the only person who returns from the first movie is the guy who plays Liu kang a robin shu katana isn't the same actress is that a different cage uh yes it's a different guy um so most of them did not return because of uh, various like other commitments because they rushed this movie out. It came out the year after the first one. Um, the guy who played Scorpion went to do stunt work in Batman and Robin. Uh, Christopher Lambert was appearing in a Beowulf uh, run, uh, like a play. Michael J. White was going to play Jax even back then. Because he loves Jax, he eventually did get to play him in those web series, which is great. Um, and uh, I'm the lady who plays uh, Sonya Blade. I'm sorry, her name is escaping me right now, and I don't see it on this page. Uh, she also had other commitments. So, like, everybody bounced. <laughs> Except Robin Shu, who didn't have anything else to do, I guess. Um, and he reprised his role. Yeah, I was going to um, say, is Katana the same actress? I I felt like it was Katana might be I don't uh the the trivia page I'm looking at doesn't say anything about that and I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Um what I was building up to is that Lyndon Ashby who played Johnny Cage in the first Mortal Kombat was going to come back and then he read the script and he was like, "Oh, I die in the first 3 minutes. No, I'm good. Thanks." <laughs> I hate that by the way that he It's that he... so 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 yeah, let's talk about this. We open it is literally the exact end of the first movie. Um, 
they're celebrating at, uh, um, well, first they give a recap, but I just did it, so no, no problems there. Uh, they're celebrating at the Shaolin Temple. Uh, everybody's having a, a good old time. Katana is there because she's good and she came back with them. She's the princess of Outworld, but she's de- defected, I guess. Um, we get ominous purple clouds. And who comes down but Shao Kahn, who is a man in a cow skull mask. <laughs> yeah, that um, that rubber mask, that rubber ha- Halloween mask is really good. <laughs> he's just a big guy. Like, he's not anybody, the actor I looked. He's just large. He he, he is in other stuff when they need to cast big dude. <laughs> uh, it. Also, the, the scene, the effects, when when the the outworld like breaks through, quote-unquote, are hilariously bad. I'm not going to say that every time there are hilariously bad effects, because we would be here all day. There's a lot of green skin. But also, ninjas fall out of the sky. <laughs> like, just... And I don't mean, like, scorpion or sub-zero ninjas. I just mean, like, people in black parachute pants, uh, who are, like, the, the mooks who get who are just there really they don't really get any introduction or anything they're just there to be extra people to fight they were there in the last movie yeah they were they were there in the last one too i do think it's funny that they wear parachute pants and uh what is shao khan's weapon of choice uh is it not a hammer oh god good yep got it you got me (laughs) okay great great so yeah uh shao khan comes down as well as like a bunch of sub-boss characters who some of them matter and some of them don't in this. There's Motaro, who's a centaur. There's Ermac, uh, who's a red ninja. There's Rain, who's a purple ninja. And she- Shiva? Shiva. I almost said Sheena. That's just a person's name. My bad. Uh, <laughs> Shiva, who's like a lady Goro, basically. They stand there and do nothing in this scene. They just, like, act menacing and pose repeatedly. They do their character select animation. Is it really, or is that just a good joke? Because it might actually be their character select I was just going for a good joke, but I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) That's one thing I love about the Street Fighter movies. It ends with them all doing their poses, which is pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) So he comes down, and he's basically like... Shao Kahn, Emperor of Outworld. The Earth was created in six days. So too shall it be destroyed. And on the seventh day, mankind will rest in peace. This is not good. Hey, I'm pissed. Essentially... He's breaking the rules of the Mortal Kombat tournament. He's supposed to right. wait until uh, the the next tournament, but he's just decided, fuck it, uh, we're invading anyway. And then Raiden speaks up and tells him to stop, that he can't touch this because of the last <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and th- they're all like, you know, you can't do this. And, and really, there's no, like, there's no explanation. He's just like, but I wanna. Yeah. And then... At some point, and there's a lot of flipping. He, yes, there's a lot of flipping. There's so much <laughs> flipping. And somebody says like you have six days till oh, annihilation. Oh, yeah. Shao Kahn says that like 
it took six days for the world to be born or something like that. And yes. So it shall fall. So they're saying in six days, the world is it's annihilation. That's yeah. that's the subtitle. Why is Shao Kahn familiar with Christian mythology? <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. He reads a lot of books. Maybe it's actually real, though, because like we talk of this gods and stuff in this. So maybe the world was built, was created in six days. In their world. I don't know. <laughs> Mother. You're alive. Too bad you will die. So here's in the games. The deal is that he breaks the rules because he resurrects. She. Uh, oh, God. Her name. Fuck. What Sindel? is her name? Sindel. Who is the queen of uh, Outworld? But she was a good person, and then like she died, and she put a curse on on Outworld and said like you can't take over any other uh, places unless I'm resurrected, which is a weird curse. But I think that's what she did essentially. And then uh, Shao Kahn was like, "Okay, fine, I'll bring you back, but evil." That is not discussed in the movie. She's just there. And they're like, we're doing this now. I think Katana <laughs> mentions, like, Mom, you're alive. And she's like, yeah, but you're going to die and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> also, the, they have to be, like, six months apart age-wise. Like, yeah, like, they're... well, I mean, like, I, I assume, like, they're immortal and don't age and shit. But still, it looks weird. Uh, so, yeah. Then there, then all the flipping happens, as you discuss, as you previously discussed. Uh, Shao Kahn, like, flips down. Raiden flips up. Uh, Raiden, they they fight briefly. It is really bad, you guys. Um, <laughs> at some point, they literally just play Raiden's like uh like Superman special move sound effect. <laughs> you will never win. Like, literally from the game. They yeah. just play it. <laughs> I was going to say, in a minute here, we're going to see, like, uh, Johnny Cage do, like, a perfect re- recreation of his special move. But, yeah. <laughs> there is so much bad green screen. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah. I think ev- literally every shot in this opening is green screened because of the, like, computer clouds. So everything is green screen. Oh no, the camera shakes, but the clouds don't move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. So here's the thing I'll say about this movie. A lot of times in video game movies, especially the couple fighting game movies they've tried to make, they really don't, they like tone down all the supernatural stuff. They they are like embarrassed of of what they are. I mean, we did them. We did the Mario movie last year, and boy, they bent over backwards to not make it a magical mushroom kingdom. Um, you, you know, the same with the Street Fighter movie. They don't have like yeah, superpowers like, I mean, in Ryu there. Ryu barely does uh, Hadouken. It, it's yeah. like it arguably isn't one. Like I don't know. Yeah. Um, and in the first Mortal Kombat movie, there's like the magic people have magic shit, but like. Liu Kang kind of does a fireball at the end. Other than that, nobody's like throwing force balls or shadow punches or anything like that. In this movie, they are entirely unashamed 
of <laughs> their moral their <laughs> history to the point where I'm pretty sure that how they wrote this script is literally just uh okay what's the next special move okay that happens in the next <laughs> one okay that happens because it's not like when we meet Sub Zero later it's not even just like they do a bunch of cool stuff with his ice powers it's literally just the things he can do in the game in a list yeah like it, it's they they really really hammer that stuff home when was sub zero able to fly well he does like an ice slide thing but yes you're right he kind of it flies looks ridiculous we'll talk, we'll talk about that in a minute so Shao Kahn and uh, and Raiden fight. All the evil generals stand in the corner and like shake their arms menacingly. Uh, <laughs> those two do all the good guys, I guess. They just chill in the corner. No, only one of them's a general. Ermac's a general. We learn later that only he is a general. Now I don't know what the hell the other ones are. Well, Raiden calls them generals. Yeah. Well, I know, but like later on, also like he kills Ermac. Oh shit! Sorry, Rain. Never mind. Anyways, spoiler, he kills Rain later <laughs> and is like, hey, yo, um, I need a new general now. And everyone's like, I'll yeah. be your general. And then yeah, he picks yeah, one. Yeah, that's true. That does happen. So they're not generals because why else would that, that doesn't seem, doesn't make any sense if they're all generals. I don't know. You're right. But so what happens is they fight for a while and then Shao Kahn like grabs uh, um, Sonya Blade with like a whip thing and pulls he her to it. him and puts his... Yeah, he whips it good, uh, put, puts his boot on her throat, and is like, I'll kill her if you don't let me have the planet, I guess. Which seems like a bad trade. <laughs> this ends now! You hide behind a human? Why not, Lord Raiden? You hid behind him your entire pathetic life. And, uh, you know, Raiden's like, well, I'll, I'll take your generals. And he puts like a force, lightning force well, field first, around. first, the- Johnny does his shadow kick. Right. Sorry. Johnny does his shadow kick. And then. He grabs Johnny instead of Sonya. And- yeah. He gets, he just grabs him out of the air, basically. It's completely ineffective. And then Raiden's like, oh, I'll take your generals. Like, he, uh, what does he do? What is he doing? Here. He, I don't know. He puts like a glow, a Photoshop filter around them all, and uh, he's like, "I'll take them." And then Shao Kahn's like, "Uh, no, don't surrender, Raiden, or this one dies." Then I will take your generals, because Earth does not bend to the will of tyrants. You, who would never let one of your precious humans die. I, I'm actually a little, little unclear on what happens in this specific. It doesn't uh, make any moment. sense because he's like, he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll give you me if you like let Johnny go, and then he's like, beg for your, beg for it or something, and then like when he goes, he, he lets the generals go and is like about to beg us, uh, presumably, and then he's like, lol, not, and then he breaks Johnny's neck. <laughs> Right, he just kills Johnny Cage. Scorpion appears in the bottom corner of the screen and yells, Sucker! <laughs> <laughs> Toasty! Yeah, so he just kills Johnny Cage. He was like, Ryan, you don't want to kill anybody. And Ryan was like, okay. 
Oh, okay, you're right. Uh, Johnny Cage dies for no reason, really. Like Johnny Johnny Cage is a shit stain, but I love him for being the piece of shit. Well, Johnny Cage's whole character is like, I suck, but I have a heart of gold, basically. Yeah, I mean, and he's funny, and like the idea that that they just kill him, and like there's not really any reason for it because it's not like any of the characters matter. So and, and like whatever. he's a he's a major character in like the first yeah. movie too. So like again like as a kid, and I hated character deaths as a kid even more than I do now. So I was quite upset when Johnny died as a it's child. It's real dumb. So to tie it to Warren Beast, was this your Transformers movie Optimus dying moment? No, it's not as bad as that. Like I, I got over it, <laughs> but like it was. They had to make it, room for new characters. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't fun um, seeing that though. Um, and also, just to point out here, I mentioned earlier, like, could you imagine if Johnny Cage was the main character? Johnny Cage was the main character of the these movies instead of Liu Kang. Like, if they had done Street Fighter thing and just made Johnny Cage the hero, that would have been so bad. Uh. What, what's <laughs> weird is that he kind of is in Mortal Kombat 10. Liu Kang gets sort of sidelined. It makes sense in the plot, but Liu Kang also- die in the yeah. nine? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but anyway, so Johnny Cage dies. <laughs> In six days, you will all bow to me! It has begun! This weird, like, stone hand, like, cradles him. And I remember as a kid being like, well, no, I'm sorry, it's like a gargoyle comes out of the ground. Um, and I was like, well, surely he'll come back at the end and save the day. No, he's dead. He's just super dead. Yeah, he's just dead. He never shows up again. <laughs> um... There was this Shao whole Kong's- story in the first movie how Sonya and him got together, and now it's just like, it's just, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. For once, a man dies to motivate a woman. I mean, that's, that. yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. The gargoyle's name is The Fridge. <laughs> God. Um. So, can Shao Kahn summon gargoyle statues, or was that just buried underneath that? Temple. That gargoyle—that's a good point. That gargoyle statue was actually under this Shaolin temple for some reason. It doesn't make a ton of sense. Has Shao Kahn been playing a really long game? <laughs> the longest game and cross dimensions too. So yeah, he at this point, um, Shao Kahn screams like it has begun, and he leaves. Then says, "Annihilate them!" I get chased by the ninjas. He leaves, and then it's just really funny how. There's just a bunch of ninjas behind them. They weren't doing why anything. Why are there so many ninjas? <laughs> it's really a lot. And why doesn't Raiden just annihilate them all? Yeah, he does have magical lightning powers. You would think <laughs> that would pretty much do it, but yeah. <laughs> Instead, they all run and oh, Raiden... Sorry, Raiden. I think I called him Raiden again. I keep doing uh, it's that. It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> Raiden I, uses I his lightning... I hate that he's named Raiden, to be honest. <laughs> yeah... Uh, Raiden uses his lightning powers to close the a, a like tunnel behind them so that they can they can chat. At this point, we have some exposition that's kind of dumb. He he basically says like Liu Kang is like, "Hey, I beat Shao Shang Tsung. Let's just go fight him." And he's like, "No, he's much more powerful. You need more friends." He's literally a uh, demigod, be- Liu Kang. Just chill. Yeah. <laughs> and to become more powerful, like with friendship and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. He also says, um, uh, "Shao Kahn knows that my powers will go away as our realms merge," which is 
not a thing from the games, but I guess just exists so that they don't have to use a lot of CG lightning in this movie. Because <laughs> it would be expensive. Um, so he's like, yeah, so we need more people. Uh, we need, uh, let's see, he says, We need your help, Sonia. I will take you to find your partner, Jax. Forget it. If I die, that's fine. But I am not losing anybody else. Alone, you are vulnerable. But if you work together as a team, you can do much. What about us? The two of you will travel to the Hopi Mesa. You did great last time, Lou, but this time you will need help for what you're about to face. Go deep into the night. Seek out the counsel of one called Nightwolf. You will not find him. He will find you. Okay, am I the only one who finds these sayings just a little bit formulaic? If you want to push something down, you have to pull it up. If you want to go left, you have to go right. It's Your temper is very quick, my friend. But until you learn to master your rage... Your rage will become your master? That's what you were going to say, right? Right? Not necessarily. I will speak with the Elder Gods, and I will demand answers for what Shao Kahn has done. Ready? Ready. Here we go. Faster than I remember. Can't wait. He tells Sonia to go get uh, her comrade Jax, who was in the first movie, but like briefly. I don't know why Raiden thinks that like just another military guy is going to help them, and why he doesn't tell them to just go get like the ar- the whole fucking army, and he just know. says Jax. Friendship, but, I guess, because he yeah, says friendship's whatever. really powerful. Friendship, friends. So I guess. Yeah. And then he tells Liu Kang and Katana to go find Nightwolf, who is not in the first movie at all. And they don't really say he does. Raiden is just like, go find him. He's great. No, he says, he says, he says, he says, he says go look for him, but he will find you. Yeah, yeah what a, which is a stupid fucking <laughs> Just like, go <laughs> over to the desert for a couple of days and eventually you'll see him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> And Katana has to reunite with her mother because that will put Sindel's soul at peace and close the portals. Right. So, which is really the only thing that matters. Like the other stuff doesn't is not so important. But yes, he he she has to go. Uh, I guess like make up with her mom. Maybe they'll like go watch some movies together <laughs> or something. I don't know. Uh, so they go. Raiden's like now. Here's the thing. Uh, to get there, conveniently, this random tunnel that we ran down under this Shaolin temple is connected to a magical transportation system. Did anybody catch the name for this thing? No. no. Does it have a name? But also, the wind tunnels? The, the tunnels aren't really connected. They're just, like, adjacent. And then he just blows up a wall. Yes. He's yeah. just like, fuck that wall. Let's go there. What do these do? Once inside the Velosphere, you can travel to anywhere on Earth in mere hours. The inner winds propel you. You'll be moving so fast, it'll be as though you're not moving at all. Whoa. I think it might be called the Velosphere or something. So keep in mind, they're on Earth, not in Outworld. And under the Shaolin Temple is this big metal ball that goes through the Earth's core, literally. They say it's, like, uh, powered by the inner winds of the Earth, which is nonsense. It's like the not- heat of the words. Earth's core, Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, are you a geologist? <laughs> <laughs> are you a god? Um, 
You've heard of Mac? solar winds, right? You're right. It's this like is those, earth winds. Underground. Earth winds. Zach, I'm sure you know more than the god of thunder. <laughs> <laughs> it's powered by the earth winds made from fire. <laughs> oh, so, nice, nice. Um, it's literally, it's these balls that like go through these tunnels and they go at hyperspeed and they can get to anywhere on the earth super fast. And I don't, it, it, the fact that this is introduced and not explained and they're just like, whatever, it's a thing is so, <laughs> if it was in a less insane movie, this would be so crazy. It would pull you out of it. But the movie's already crazy enough that I guess it's fine is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, whatever. It's a thing that happens. <laughs> so they go through these CG tunnels that look like fucking uh, a, a C, uh, like a Sega CD video game, and, and, and like it like Katana and Liu Kang get into a, a romance in the first movie, and like in these in these steel balls, for some reason, they have to like be staring each other in the face while they're connected to these things. Yeah, Raiden and Sonya get uncomfortably close. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say like. Katana and Liu Kang are a couple, and it's like supposed to be this like romantic scene. It does it's not that good at all, but whatever. It's it's trying to be that. Could you imagine the awkward ride that Raiden and Sonya have? It's <laughs> 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 like staring at each other in the eyes, like trying not to look, trying not to keep eye contact and look look anywhere else and get close to each other. Like it, that's got to be a weird ride. <laughs> Man, I uh, I can't believe Johnny died. That's got to suck for you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this uh, is kind of like Sewer Shark, yeah. You just gotta hit the right sewer directions. Shark. Thank you, thank you, Cassie. That's what I was thinking of, and it was killing me. I really <laughs> appreciate it. So then we cut to Shao Kahn's evil palace, and boy, I don't like Shao Kahn without the helmet because it's just a guy. He's just a dude. The helmet's bad, but it's, it's worse. It's very intimidating. It. Yeah. Father, the merger has begun. Earth is under attack. And it is glorious! Tell me, did you make Raiden beg for his life before destroying him? Raiden is of no concern to us. You let him live? He could not be stopped. I have no use for excuses. I have broken the sacred rules to keep the portals open. If the Elder Gods learn of our plot, we shall both suffer the consequences. I do not understand. How can you fear the Elder Gods? With control of the Earth Realm, our power will be absolute until the sixth day has passed. We can take no chances with Raiden and his mortals. Do not underestimate the power of the human spirit. At this point, we meet Shao Kahn's dad, who... He's listed as Shinnok. Yes, so he calls him father. His character credit is Shinnok, who's one of the Elder Gods. That is not how it is in the games. Whatever, in this, he's just an evil wizard that, like, who's his dad? It doesn't really He is matter. one of the Elder Gods. Do they say that later? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's I, I, I must have missed that. For sure, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's the relationship in the games. I guess I could be wrong. It but... even mentions, like, uh, Raiden says, like, his dad was an elder god and all that stuff. Yeah. And... 
So, yeah. so the elder gods are the people who decide the rules of, of the universe, including Mortal Kombat. Uh, Shinnok is an evil elder god who like defected, and he in this movie is helping, I guess, his son, uh, you know, try to take over all the realms. Um, so they talk about about it for a little while. He's like, "Did you kill them?" And he's like, "They're not a threat. Whatever. I don't care." And his dad yells at him for a while, which actually made me feel kind of bad for him. It's he's just doing this because he wants his dad to love him. Yeah, yeah. Also, he doesn't care about Earth Realm. He cares about Dad Realm. <laughs> <laughs> Again, though, I want to point out he flips. He does a sick flip. You always have to flip he does a in this flip movie. Over the stairs, they shouldn't have even <laughs> built those stairs there. Why are they even there? Fuck it. And then Shinnok like like slides over to him and, and then yells in his face, like Zach was saying. I just I love all that. Yeah, he screams at him for a while. It feels bad. I feel bad for him. I know yeah. he's evil, but whatever. Uh, so at this point, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it, right? He's like, no, you've got to kill them. It's really important. Um, and then, yeah, we cut back to Katana and, uh, and Liu Kang, who are at, I guess, their destination. It's like this big underground cave that I guess is under, uh, where they're supposed to meet Nightwolf. Uh, this is the first scene. There's a lot of lava. There's a lot of lava for no reason. Um... This is the first scene where it stuff just gets really stupid. <laughs> like you know, really, what? it's not because uh, everything's I mean, been stupid uh, the whole time. <laughs> You're right, but it gets even dumber because they're attacked by a robot. Before that happens, though, I like that they they like have this kind of scene together where they like. I'm pretty sure they kiss in the first movie. They're an established couple, but they take like five minutes for their faces to almost connect before the robot shows up. <laughs> like, it takes them so long to get into this kiss. It's ridiculous. Now, I didn't catch who this robot was because it's he's not really... It's smoke. Not really, he appears out of smoke. Yeah. There's smoke there. Right. That is how I figured it out, is that there is smoke. Plus he's, he's gray. gray. Yeah. Yeah, he's gray, which is the color... Smoke the robot in the games was kind of purple. I think he was supposed to be gray, but, you know... Super Nintendo. In the art, uh, <laughs> like, in that, like, I mentioned I had a Super Nintendo instruction manual with all the characters in it. He was gray in that artwork. Okay, fair enough. So, yeah, he's, he's, um, Smoke is a robot. There are no robots in the first movie. At no point does anyone explain why there are robots in this movie. There just are. Um, and Smoke is a bad-looking robot who attacks them. There's also some ninjas, because Katana is, as She's a lady, is clearly not strong enough to fight, you know, the robot. Yeah, Cassie pointed that out when we were watching, too. Yeah, that, they like, keep doing that, where women either fight other women or uh, the putties. <laughs> and, yes, <laughs> the putties. In I the have first a hypothetical movie, question. Okay. So, I was thinking how the cyber ninjas actually look pretty good in this is it possible that they are just using the costumes that they wore for the actual like recording of the oh, game for the rotoscoping for the the games yeah uh i don't digitizing know. they didn't rotoscope it was different yeah digitize they look a little different I, I but i i don't know it doesn't say that's not listed on like the trivia page on the on the um the mortal Kombat wiki for this game but they I'll say this, 
the robots look bad, but they also look no worse than anything else. And and also they're look doing flips the and game. shit still. I mean, yeah. So like it would be tough to do anything else uh, other than what they did. But yeah, like there's just no setup for this at all. There's just a robot out of nowhere. <laughs> like it's never really explained. They fight for a little bit with martial arts and then smoke the robot shoots a missile at Liu Kang and the flip he does over it is the craziest CGI shit or green screen shit I've ever seen. He flips so much. He flips very high. (laughs) He starts to backflip and then they were like, oh, he's not going to get out of the frame in time. So they just like click dragged him quicker out of the way. Yeah, it's 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 a. (laughs) It's a scene. He's so good at flipping. <laughs> <laughs> it's really Meanwhile, fucking... he could have just ducked slightly. Yes, yeah, for real. He could have just gotten out of the... Or sidestepped or any number of other things. Flips. Um, <laughs> they, they fight for a little bit more. And then, like... The thing that happens a lot in this movie is, like... This movie has ADD. It just gets bored with what's happening and then a different thing happens in this case he goes to shoot a missile again and then sub-zero flies to the sea <laughs> well he's not like a cause... beautiful dove that knows ninjutsu <laughs> he's not he's not flying he's like ice uh, but he's upside down on it like it doesn't make any sense his feet are up in the air behind him he is upside down a ice skating Yes, he's upside down ice skating. He is completely upside down on like an ice sheet. He slides by and ices smoke, uh, which I wish he had then just gone away. Like he now, that did was you it. Mean literally or figuratively? <laughs> um. So he ices him up, and then mm-hmm. Liu Kang kicks him down a pit. Well, because uh, he's gonna explode. Him. The rocket was yeah. gonna explode, so Liu Kang kicks right. him right in the rocket. Yeah, and then and then uh, Sub Zero introduces himself. He's like, "You must go. There will be others." I killed you in a tournament. You killed my older brother. So why did you help us? I helped her because legend has it the princess is the key to stopping Khan's plot. You've been following us. Why? Two days ago, Khan reprogrammed Smoke to come after you instead of me in order to keep you apart from Queen Sindel. All right. So how do we get to Nightwolf now? We have a common enemy, Sub-Zero. You must help us with your powers if you want to stop Khan. Let's hope you succeed. Hey, I'm the su- I'm the brother of the other bad Sub-Zero. I'm the good one. And, like, he's supposed to be a Chinese ninja, which is already, like, a... Like, Zach, yeah, Zach, actually, could you explain the Lin Kuei? Okay, so in Mortal Kombat, the Lin Kuei are ninjas who uh, are a ninja clan that Sub-Zero belongs to. Uh, they're, like, enemies with the Shirai Ryu, who is Scorpion's clan. Scorpion's clan is from Japan, and uh, the Lin Kuei are from China. Now, listen, there are no ninjas in China. <laughs> Um, what happened when they were making this stuff is, uh, literally, so Ed Boon tried to do some research, research, it was like 1991, 
He literally went to the library and checked out a book that claimed it was about Chinese ninjas called the Lin Kuei, and he was like, good enough, and he put him in there. Problem is that later that book uh, turned out to be a forgery by a white dude who also has like a bunch of other fake books that he wrote about like a uh, secret native American martial arts and oh, stuff God. like that. Yeah. It's really bad. And, and Ed Boon has like later come out and been like, I, you know, I fucked up. Um, but also like, if you, the thing is that Mortal Kombat is so big now that if you Google Lin Kuei, you can barely even find that. So like at this point, he may as well have just made it up. <laughs> it doesn't really do so much. But yeah, that that is really crazy. So yeah, he's supposed to be Chinese. He's not played by a Chinese actor. That's, that's just a wild story to me that he got it from this book that like ended up being this fraud who was just pretending to be a Chinese guy. Like, it's really it's one of those things where like should have done more research, but also it's not like he could have just googled it. I mean, that's as much time as I would expect someone to put into uh like a silly arcade game back then. That you didn't right. expect to blow up. Nobody yeah. even yeah. said that it blew up. Yeah. And if I Googled and you know, it would probably have only appeared on like the 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 character select screen, basically. So but yeah, but so anyway, Sub Zero says Hi, I'm here to save you. Um, you know, this is uh <laughs> I was smoke was reprogrammed to come kill me. Question mark? Who reprogrammed him? Where did he come from? Why is there a robot? None of these questions are answered. Why was he reprogrammed <laughs> to kill him and then he doesn't attack him? He just attacks those guys. Yeah. And he's a good guy, unlike his brother, and like, yeah. I don't know if we mentioned that. That stuff is that stuff is from the games, basically. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, and from my understanding of Mortal Kombat, from Mortal Kombat 9, Smoke was a good guy, but then he got like he turns yeah, out cyborg. He, he gets turned evil. Mm. He gets roboticized. All the ninjas who are robots get roboticized as part of like the evil, like the bad leader of the Lin Kuei roboticized. It it super doesn't matter for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can go past it. So the other confusing part is they asked why he helped them. Sub Zero says he helped Katana because. Legend has it that the princess is key to stopping Khan's plot. So is there a legend to Khan breaking the rules of Mortal Kombat and resurrecting Sindel? Yeah, that's a good question. What? That's not a legend. That's Th- a good at point, best, yeah. that's a prophecy. Uh, at worst, that's just like a thing you heard from somebody. <laughs> a legend was born two days ago. <laughs> so th- at this point... <laughs> there, because of the missile, the bridge blew up, and they can't get across it. It's like an eight foot gap, and the only thing that can let them continue their quest is for Sub Zero to shoot CGI ice and make a ice bridge. <laughs> I think we just saw Liu Kang like flip an incredible amount, and it's like, nah, we need a bridge. Guys. He can jump like eighty feet in the fucking air. <laughs> He's to- tired. but they need them to make an ice bridge in order to continue their quest so he makes an ice bridge with cg (laughs) no i will say i think i think um 
Sub-Zero looks okay. It's just like, you know, it's the Mortal Kombat 3 version of the ninja outfit, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, now Scorpion comes up and he looks like garbage, which is weird because it's the same suit, basically. But I think it's just the the like weird... If you've never seen either of the Mortal Kombat movies, they made Scorpion's spear into like a weird living snake thing. I don't know why they did that. It's in the first one, too. It's super bizarre. But in this one, it's like split into a bunch of pieces, and it's basically Doc Ock's tentacles. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, like like the special moves here, like it has like a Sub-Zero like do a backflip and leave behind an ice double. The the thing is that they're, they're doing all the special moves, so like Sub-Zero backflips and makes an ice clone, which is straight from the games, but it's all so slow. Like everyone is moving like they're moving through like water or something like that. And like they're being played by people looking at move lists. Yes, yes, exactly. Everyone is hitting pause every five seconds to look at their special moves. That's what's <laughs> happening. Um, I love that. They fight on top of this ice bridge and eventually it splits into two. Most of the fight takes place underneath a suspension bridge where we can't see fucking anything. I just realized that. Just like, really... the, the whole reason this subject is here is to make this bridge. I mean, the bridge just gets destroyed, so whatever. <laughs> well, that's a walking bridge. It's not a fighting bridge. None of the, like, people attacking them has any rhyme or reason. The people just show up to fight them. Like, yeah. w- which I know that the, they're the bad, the outworld is trying to take over and everything, but, like, there's no, like, army coming for them. It's just, like, a stream of dudes who, like, when they get there, they fight them. Which mm-hmm. is not very efficient. <laughs> it's very fighting game-like. Yes, that's true. And I want to say, Sub-Zero is my, probably my favorite Mortal Kombat character, so I kind of enjoyed this. I love this. Sub-Zero. Like, I, I, I enjoyed seeing him kick some butt as a good guy. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. It's not the worst fight I've ever seen in a movie, like, at all. It's fine. It's just I'm disappointed he didn't put down a puddle of ice that Scorpion had to slip on. That would have been really good. (laughs) That's true. There is a fucking really weird, uh, like, sequence where one of them kicks the other one up in the air, and then... No, no, no. Uh, Sub-Zero, like, runs up Scorpion and kicks him in the head... Which like makes his body go? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I can't even describe this. Yeah, it's a weird flip thing where they kind of like they kind of flip with each other, and it's yeah, I don't know. And then like Scorp, like like it ends with Scorpion being on top of Sub Zero, yeah, standing on top of him like a surfboard, which is not how it is in my fan fiction. A snowboard, Uh, right? Scorpion is a tender bottom. I'm sorry, that's just how it is. So (laughs) uh, anyway. Sub-Zero, like, is, like, on the bridge, uh, like, about to fall. Liu Kang just jumps over like he could have fucking done at the very beginning of this scene and saved us all some goddamn trouble. The jumping over is so (laughs) wired. It's it's, it's, it's so much like wire food. It's ridiculous. It doesn't even need to be, but yeah. He tries to help him. Scorpion melts. Scorpion melts. I think he's supposed to be doing like his teleport, teleport. special move, but yeah. but no one says that, or there's no real way to tell. It just looks like he melts for no reason. He's part of the Alex Mack clan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. He grabs Katana as Liu Kang helps him up, and then the best part of the movie—they jump into an anus. 
They jump into a. It looks like a gusher, like like, a CGI gusher. Like they get they jump forward and then they get eaten by it. But the best part, though, is Scorpion going. Scorpion just yells. And he steals katana, and it's the goofiest shit I've ever seen in my whole life. Like this whole this movie is. It's definitely like you have to see it to believe it. It's that bad. I was not sure whether I thought it was like bad, good, or just bad, bad. That, though, made me lose my shit completely. It's one of the funniest things I've seen this year, <laughs> basically. So, at least there's that. Liu Kang turns to Sub-Zero and is like, I gotta find Katana. And Sub-Zero is like, but that's what they want you to do. <laughs> and then... Liu Kang turns away and turns back and, Scor- and Sub-Zero's gone. And I don't think he shows back up in the No, movie he just yet. left. He's yeah. like, peace, I'm out of this movie. Sub-Zero <laughs> says to him, like, you can't do it alone. What's happened here should prove you alone are not ready for what's ahead. And then leaves. Like, why? <laughs> what, a, what an <laughs> asshole. Yeah, and like, why did he leave? Like, I wish he was here for the whole movie. I don't understand. Like, okay, I guess they didn't want to do any more ice effects. Why did you come here? Why did you leave? Why any of you? Why are you? <laughs> why is Sub Zero? Yeah, it, it's it. It definitely is weird because he's like, no, I have to help you, uh, and then, I, but we our budget for the CGI ice effects is low, so goodbye, movie. Goodbye, movie. <laughs> Look, I said you can't do it alone. I didn't say I was going to help you do it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm here. Actually, you know what? Bye. <laughs> So then we cut to subs to uh, Sonia and and um, and Raiden, and they're at some kind of like lab. It's like an Area Fifty One looking facility. This is not really explained. It's supposed <laughs> to be in Hawaii. Yeah, it's in Oahu. Okay, sure. Property of United States Armed Forces, so you know it's official. It's for medical research. Yes. Jax! Hey, I thought I was supposed to be rescuing you. Yeah, well, I couldn't wait. What the hell have you done to yourself this time? Mm, cybernetic strength enhancers. Takes what you've got and quadruples the muscle capacity. You've got a real confidence problem, do you know that? Mm. So she runs in, this is an empty hospital, or, or an empty, like, research lab, but Jax is, like, still on the operating table? Where the fuck did everyone go? Yeah, it made no sense. Like, he's just, he just, he just got his cybernetic arms in, and he's on the table, and, like, no one else is there. Like, what, what <laughs> happened? Like, where did everyone go? <laughs> he's not just on an operating table, like, strapped down with, like, a little, like, fabric strap. He's locked in with metal fucking, like, bands. Do they run away and just, like... Yeah, like, he's there? just asleep there. Well, now that we know that God exists in Mortal Kombat, I can only assume they got raptured out of there. Oh, he was left behind. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Mortal exactly. Kombat 3 left yeah, behind. Yeah, <laughs> He left behind because he's a creep. So. Okay, so if Mortal Kombat did a movie with Nicolas Cage as one of the combatants, who would you want him to be, Zach? Johnny Cage. Yeah, obviously Johnny Cage. Yeah, yeah. like you don't 100%. want him as Scorpion. I mean, that would be funny, but no, like, he, Johnny Cage. <laughs> he can play all of the characters if you want. If he wanted to, 
Him playing Scorpion as a Japanese man would be pr- like, who's supposed to be a Japanese man would be pretty racist, actually. So yeah, no, I don't want him <laughs> playing Scorpion. <laughs> so here's the deal, uh, to- uh, Tonya. That's not her name or a name at all. <laughs> Sonia. Um, that's her like- second daughter's name. Yeah. <laughs> Sonia tries to like release him and she makes up some really bad scientific gobbledygook for why she can't like use make the computer to release his bands. Damn it. I can't get you free, Jax. Alright, alright, stand back, stand back. Let's see what I'm made of. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, now that's what I'm talking about. So he's just like, let me show you what I got. And he breaks through him. She gives him his jacket, and then he rips the arms off the jacket so yes, that his cool that metal arms can show through it, which is super stupid. And good. And, like, here's the thing. The, the There's no rhyme or reason to the fights in this movie, but, like, I sort of like how people just show up one at, the t- at a time, because that's what the games are. Like, yeah, you fight up a earlier. ladder of bad guys. So, like, yeah... yeah. Oh yeah, and and the, like the vortex of the hospital just kind of, I guess, poops some ninjas on them. Yes, ninja poops. Uh, and then Cyrax is there, uh, and he's he's just a yellow version of Smoke. He looks a little bit different, but it's basically the same costume. He shoots out these little metal balls that like stick into things and then blow up. You know, there's also ninjas because they can't just have a fight with just one person. There's always ninjas. Well, I have Sonya something to do. The whole lab is on fire, which seems very dangerous. There's got to be, like, exploding, you know, flammable chemicals around. Well, there is. We see later. Yes, that's true. You're right. This kind of feels like, if you look around the lab, it feels like this is, like, the very first DC and Mortal Kombat tie-in. Because I'm pretty sure some of the stuff in the lab is part of steel it kind of does look like the old steel cartoons because there's bits of like a robot there like there's robot skull parts or helmet is a steel cartoon i no steel Uh, the movie movie with with with, uh shack yeah 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 so at this point uh they fight for a little bit uh oh First, Cyrax breaks the glass of the, like, central containment unit they're in, and the reaction shots are just priceless, especially Sonya's. Holy shit, that's some acting. That's some (laughs) real good acting. (laughs) All the glass shatters. They start fighting in earnest. Uh, I really like the ninja who... Yeah, I was just going to mention the ninja. The the who's shirtless with an axe? Yeah. He's great. Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> I like that guy. Uh, Sonya just beats up on the ninjas for a while. It's like super. It's fine. I mean, it's okay. Jax fights Cyrax, and he's pretty much only punching, which makes sense. Eventually, he like punches him into a wall, uh, or up against a wall, and then he like goes to punch him again and misses and gets his arm stuck in the wall because his punches are so powerful. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, Cyrax tries to kill Sonya with some kind of like weird chemical shit, and it kills a ninja instead. 
Yeah, it's a green. It's like a green net, which is his special move from the video game. I don't think it turns you into a horrible skeleton, which is what happens in this. But it also yeah. apparently only hurts organic matter. But we'll see that in a second. Right. Uh, oh, right. So yeah, before he punches him into a wall, he throws the operating table at him, and the Cyrax is like does a straight up. You know the flips in Power oh, Rangers where oh. they put the camera like under. Yeah. While they do all the flips. This flip is lovingly filmed. Like, yeah. it's slow-mo, <laughs> and it's like, oh, yes, yeah, the best. Like, it's this is a money shot of a scene. <laughs> it's so great. It's so great. At this point, um, <laughs> he punches him into the wall. He gets his arm stuck. Uh, and then, I don't remember exactly what happened. Uh, Sonya goes to help him, and then, like, um... He, they get his arm out just in time for him to block Cyrex's uh, green net thing again. Because, again, it doesn't hurt his arm because it's not organic, I'm presuming. Right, right. Even though the ninja's clothes weren't organic either, but whatever. Unless they were all cotton. In- <laughs> yeah. Cyrex gets hit into a bunch of, like, pipes and a bunch of gas comes out. And Sonia says, it's my turn to use my special move. Her fatality, right? Like, the well, kiss of well, death. Well, first Sonia and uh, Jax team up and she jumps off of him. And does like a weird flip oh, yeah. over Cyrix? Okay, I'm gonna. Yes, part of the yes, video you're yet. right. You're right. It's a pretty good monkey flip. Yeah, and you can see how uh, Cyrix's outfit definitely is made of metal because it bends really easily. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's also like flopping around the whole time. Yeah. I mean, it's clearly. <laughs> so at this point, um, <laughs> the. Yeah, so in the game, she had a fatality where she blows, like, some pink stuff on on uh, on people, and it's called the kiss of death, and they, like, melt. In this, she picks up some, some – she just picks up, like, flammable and or radioactive dust from the ground and, like, blows it at him, and he explodes – that's so dangerous. Wash negative. your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> Make sure you don't actually inhale any of that stuff. Like, you don't know what it is. Be careful. But yeah, he blows up. They murder the robot. <laughs> and um, then he's got a weird tattoo on him. Even though he's a robot, it's a tattoo. That turns into a dragon. Oh, yeah. What the fuck is this? Like, he, the robot has a tattoo, and then the tattoo comes off him and turns into a tiny dragon and then f- disappears. It's just super like the bizarre. worst CGI. Yeah, it's Then it turns out he's part predator. Yeah, because he <laughs> says yeah, because he's been defeated, he has to self-destruct now. So he blows up and they do probably the worst jumping away from an explosion I've ever seen it's in a so movie. It's so bad. Yep. <laughs> also, it doesn't show them leaving. It just shows them they're outside now. And <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. The green screen is so bad, and <laughs> we <laughs> then we cut to uh, sorry, we cut to um, <laughs> like this big table of the Mortal Kombat symbol, which I don't know if that's supposed to like represent the seal between the two worlds or something, because like later it heals. I don't know exactly it's what the deal is right with now, this yeah. thing, but all the evil generals are standing around it. Can we talk about how much Motaro, who is the uh, um, the centaur, like, dude, 
literally looks like he just stepped out of a really low budget porno. Like he's <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. He's hairy in that like weird like he tried to get rid of some of it but couldn't way and he's like all waxed up and it just makes me really uncomfortable. He's <laughs> supposed to be like a horse, but you can clearly see that his front feet are just human feet. Right, and and to clarify, not because I'm homophobic, but because he's just gross. Like, he's just really gross looking. <laughs> um, so, him and Shiva are arguing over, like, who's the better murderer or whatever. My squads have already claimed thousands of innocent souls on Earth. And I would have claimed millions. By now, you'd be behind bars on display in a zoo. If those bars could keep me away from you, Shiva, I would welcome them. They get ready to fight, but then they don't because Shao Kahn comes in. One of these days, Shiva. <laughs> Bang, <laughs> zoom, right to the outworld. <laughs> so Shao Kahn comes in. What is your report? Two of Earth's best warriors have already been taken. Cabal and Stryker. Tell me. Did you make them beg for their lives before you destroyed them? But master, I thought if I let them- I have no use for excuses! At this point, like, there's literally this part where Rain, who is his current general, and Rain is a purple ninja, and it's not important. Um, like, he's barely in the games, even. It's kind of crazy they put him in the movie, but whatever. Um, he's like, ah, I have taken down, uh, two of Earth's mightiest heroes, Cabal and Stryker. You don't get to see them, though, because we just ran out of stunt people for this movie. I'm just going to tell you about it. <laughs> oh, he they captured them. I'm sorry. And Shao Kahn's like, why didn't you yeah, kill them? He, like, he, he takes out, yeah, Stryker and Cabal, which is like, yeah, yeah. Just, just so cameo why, the names, I guess. <laughs> right. Well, why didn't you kill them? Oh, because I thought if we left them alive, we could. And then Shao Kahn just doesn't have time for it at all. <laughs> He hits the table with a giant hammer, it glows, and then he turns to Rain and he's like, Rain, this will never happen again. It will never happen again. He fucking croquets him into the the bottomless pit. I don't know what it is exactly. It's a fire pit. Yeah, if you fall down there, you catch on fire. I guess I'm, it's just lava. It's bad. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad that, like, Striker and Gabal just weren't, like, killed off screen. Yes. Well, because, yeah. like, whatever the characters that's, you know, I'm sure Cabal and Striker are somebody's favorite character, so I'm glad they weren't just killed off screen. But if I say that, why didn't he kill them? They killed Johnny. Like, why, yeah. why not? Like, just do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> shop anyway. Yeah. It is true. This will never happen again. It is also true I need a new general. You can die in duty or by my hand. The choice is yours. Centaurs are known for the hunting prowess. As your general, I will personally hunt down every human soul and spare no one. Mataro can't be trusted. Long ago, I proved myself as the personal protector of Queen Sindel. Your orders are mine to follow. This is low-key one of my favorite scenes because it's all the generals, like, car salesman-ing him on, like, who should be the next general. Ermac, in particular, who's the Red Ninja, is like, I will capture souls 
for you! The energies they waste with their sniveling, I would use to capture souls for you. And it just makes me think like he's in a car commercial, and I love it. <laughs> it's really funny. Why do they want to be the general? He just killed the last one for like fucking up slightly. Like, fuck off. Like, I Not even I fucking wanna... up. They still have them captured. He could go kill them now. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's just really mad because his dad just yelled at him, and he tried to uh, go to his room and write some poetry to express his feelings, but he came but back, and he's just having a bad day. His dad told yeah. him to take out the trash. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, sure, but, like, also, why does anyone want to be the next general? Like, No, I it's a good question. <laughs> it's kind of like, why would you... It's like on the Death Star, you kind of want like two or three spots between you and Vader. Like yeah. you want a couple people who, who that uh, answer to him <laughs> in front of you because mm-hmm. you don't want to be his right hand guy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the, he he's like, I will capture souls for you, and then he's like, No, I pick Sindel. Uh, she's my queen, and she'll be the general. Uh, you know, because the smartest thing is to put the person on the front lines who the heroes need to solve the problem. But whatever, it's okay. <laughs> It'll well, work out fine. I mean, we kind of know something about that from later on. It's a bit of a spoiler, but yeah. Right. Also, I love how much his hammer is clearly just like a squeaky t- squeaky hammer that they paint in gray. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just such a shitty prop. All the props are bad, but when it's supposed to be heavy and he's clearly just got it like a Nerf bat, he's just it's really, really silly looking. He's a strong boy. He is really, that's true. He's a strong, upset boy who has daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> so then he turns around and leaves, and that's uh, that's the first third of this movie. Um, it's nonsense. Like it's just, it's just nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I will say this I saw this when I was like 9 or 10 If I was like 6 I would probably have been just like Yay explosions Like it's so It is non-stop in a way that like I feel like movies are this way now There's uh They're paced much more like breathlessly For a while they weren't that though And this was a weird outlier And it was crazy that just like Every five minutes, new fight, new fight, new fight, no explanation, nothing like nothing to worry about. And I mean, you know, to be fair, it's a fighting game movie. Yeah, it is. That's true. And and like the the special effects are terrible. Like the it's funny because the reason I'm mentioning the special effects are so bad is that they're worse than the first one, like markedly. Yeah. So it's it's crazy that the sequel, which I think the first movie did well. But they just rush this thing out and like, oh boy, you can tell. It just does not look good. That said, I had fun making fun of it with you guys because it's really stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it's I, yeah. <laughs> I love Mortal Kombat and I have never watched this movie since I saw it like the first time. Like I, I rewatch their first one every once in a while, but I just never bothered. And... In some ways, I would say I'm validated, but also I've robbed myself of something really stupid, so <laughs> it was enjoyable. So you mentioned it earlier how a lot of video game movies will try to go out of their way to distance themselves from the source material. And in this case, uh, with all the special moves they do, they're trying to embrace the source material, 
Yeah. Do you think they flew too close to the sun? Do you think a movie is better if they don't get too close to the source material? I think the biggest problem is that... Well, first of all, the special effects are bad. So, like, you're trying to do stuff you can't really do. Um, But the thing that strikes me the most is that, like, they're doing the exact moves. It's not like, you know, it's not like they're, like, well, Jax is strong and Sonya is, is, like, quick. They're doing, like, the literal exact moves, which makes it hard to not just go, like, oh, yeah, they're just, like, checking off a checklist. You know what I mean? Like... If it was just I have ice powers, I have fire powers, what or whatever, it it would not feel as much like they're just going down a list, I guess. And like so often they do the thing where they shoot the move from the side, so you can clearly see that it's just the move. Yeah, and like the, the and also like literally pulling sound effects from the game. Don't do that. Like it's just <laughs> it's so obvious, and I don't. I don't know. Maybe if I was a lot younger, I would be like, oh, that's fun that they did that. But it just sounds awful. (laughs) Like, it's not good. It feels more like pandering than tribute. Yes. It it feels really like someone was just like, I don't really know what to do with this. So, like, pull off the list and we'll just do all these things in a row and then the movie will end. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, like, I I will say, like, the first movie, too, like, as bad as it was it felt like a, a like a theatrical film while well, this feels like a sci-fi original mm-hmm. yeah it really does it really really does i think it was weird that they included a pause halfway through the movie where Liu kang had to test his might by breaking boards <laughs> i See, wish it happened <laughs> that almost would have been better if there's like a door that won't open unless they breaks break 50 boards or whatever <laughs> I'd be okay with I mean, that. They could have put that in there really easily, actually. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they would have been. It would have been as. Uh, it would have made as much sense as anything else that's in this. So, yeah. So that's the first part. Um, we're gonna do two more of these and and put them out. Uh, I don't know exactly what the schedule will be yet, but over over the holiday season. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this, and we'll we'll do a couple more and. You know, it's going to be a good old time. And I, I want, given, the, I, I've only watched these first 30 minutes. So, like, I can't wait to see what crazy horseshit oh. is next. <laughs> I wonder because you say some things that, like, get, like, clarified later. So, I was wondering. Well, I saw, I, I've, like, read the plot synopsis, but I haven't watched the whole thing yet. So, oh, boy, that yeah. last third is, ooh, it's going to be a ride. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, boy, I can't wait. Does, uh, so, yeah, like, does anyone have any last thoughts, I guess, for, for this stuff? Uh, yeah, that, good. I think this is the second worst movie I've seen this year. Ooh, what's the first? Uh, Transformers The Last Night. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> and and let me give you my Cassie just watched the Star Wars holiday special with yeah, us. The Star Wars holiday special is the third worst movie I've seen this year. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's so awesome. Well well great. Uh thanks everybody for being on. Um yeah, I think it I think we're just gonna wrap it up. Uh check out audioentropy.com where you can find uh a bunch of podcasts by us. You can find um, uh, Eric does uh, 
Inside the Master Studio, which is a show where he interviews uh, DMs about their DM style. It's really cool. Uh, Emily is on War and Beast, and uh, uh, what's it? Home for Infinite Losers. Uh huh. Uh, and uh, oh god, I've forgotten the name. In pursuit of passion. In pursuit of passion. Thank you. Um, and Cassie shows up on stuff every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> And we she always... was one of the pivotal figures in the creation of the segment of the year, Al Facts. Yep, <laughs> that's true. Yes, I love yeah. Al Facts so much. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna do it for us. Um, come back next time when we continue to do this fucking movie uh, for Teenage with Attitude. I've been Zach. I've been Emily. I'll edit in something funny later. And I'm Cassandra. <laughs> and may the power protect you always suckers <laughs> <laughs>